I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to part two of Private Parts, the podcast where nothing is off limits. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. pack animals. <laughs> There's nothing. That Jordan thought there was there was a flash in the lights, and she thought that was uh, her time to finish and walk off. That's what you thought, didn't that's you? It, as comics, that's what we think. Yeah. You see when, flash, when, you, right? when you get when someone a light flashes at you, you assume you're going on for too long. You have got thirty seconds maybe yeah, to yeah, wrap yeah. up and leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, when you uh, were a child, did you? Um, did, do, what, what relationships did you have? Did you have girlfriends or did you have boyfriends? How did it work? Just all girlfriends. I'm married now to a woman as well, just my whole life. And that's mm. quite interesting when you transition because nothing changes about you at all, but you yeah. have to suddenly start ticking a different box in the gum clinic or whatever. Like you have to, suddenly you're a lesbian <laughs> now. To Like people, it, it's, it annoys a lot of people. You know, I, I haven't, I've never had to think about my sexuality my whole life. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely bisexual, but only just because everyone's quite nice yeah, <laughs> like yeah it's not something i've had to make a big conscious decision always girlfriends transition still still girlfriends couple of guys married a lady yeah but it, the words are different and people and there's um there's a, like a whole movement isn't there the, the trans exclusionary radical feminist movement that like uh, transgender women you're not you're not women so you can't be lesbians yeah. and like it doesn't really matter it's all just yeah stuff going in and out of stuff it's all <laughs> it's just nice <laughs> Just stop being. It's all just stuff yeah. going in and out. Of stop stuff, making it, it so clinical with your words. Yeah, yeah but, but why? It, it, yeah, why is it? it? It is quite clinical, right? And I, I and I go back to the when I was at the beginning, and I was saying, God, sometimes I I fear that I may say the wrong thing. But actually, when you're kind and you're considerate, you can't really say the wrong thing. You can't. That's you, so true. Yeah, because you, it's about intent. Yeah, exactly. You, and we're on a podcast, which is a, it's a conversational medium. It's questions. If you walk up to me in Pret and said, yeah. excuse me, I really just need to know if you're concealing a gummy worm. <laughs> Again, even at the airport, to an extent, I yeah. understand, but not, not just in not Pret. Branded. Not in Pret, no. Pret specifically, Tom. Yeah. I don't mind if you do it. It's more like in Pret, isn't yeah. it? Excuse yeah. me, yeah. are you concealing a gummy worm? Um, <laughs> vegan, vegan gummies. I understand the, the company, the presence that we're in. These yeah, are vegan yeah, gummies yeah, yeah. you're talking about. Sweet royalty. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're, you're 24 when you decide to transition. How... How much before that were you thinking, considering it? Um, probably a good f- couple of years. Uh, I realized 
that I was probably transgender when I was living in Sweden. I was living on a ranch um, and I oh was, my gosh. <laughs> it was in the middle of the summer and it was my job to chop. The, it sounds your, like your a life, fairy your life, life just your gets, life. So stupid. It gets more and more. Everyone in Sweden is good looking. I was engaged out there to a proper Swedish person. So really? like beautiful blonde hair, like oh, amazing. Um, and I was, it was my job to chop the wood for the winter because we lived on this ranch <laughs> and I was shirtless, <laughs> right? Oh, so I'm a guy at this point. I was shirtless in just jeans and an axe. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> oh my god! And I bought the um, insanity workout DVD. Uh, do you remember those? The um, it's a workout tape. Yeah, series. I remember. Yeah, it was like the most insane workout you can do. Yeah. I bought those and I was trying to get ripped. And I was just I had this axe above my head, and it was just this moment. I was like, this feels so weird. I've gone so <laughs> far against what my psyche is, and I think I was yeah. overcompensating. And it was then I realised, and I popped a shirt back on. I didn't then just go home and like <laughs> yeah. become a woman. But I was like, that was that was the moment. It seeded it. Um, but I love that that's when you wait, you were chopping wood chopping in Sweden. Wood, yeah. Wait, but hang on, but go deeper into that. So wh- why? Because you felt that was too masculine. It was that, I was like, this isn't my body. This is so strange. I'm like looking at my, I wasn't ripped. Nobody actually buys yeah, those yeah. DVDs and turn, becomes ripped. <laughs> yeah. They're ripped anyway. And yeah. then they just yeah, put yeah. their face on the front of the <laughs> CD. Um, but yeah, I just felt like this isn't my body. Um, also the function I was serving. It's like, <laughs> it's my job to go out and like, just on my own and catch the sheep that had like escaped. Not yeah. because I had any skill in that area, but they're what? like, was this oh, in like the 16th century? <laughs> <laughs> what movie are you in? Like, this wasn't just in Sweden. This was 300 also, years ago. Chopping the wood in the summer to keep for the winter because there was it's no mad. way to keep warm. Like, but what? also, I mean, I'm a, I'm a man and I'm happy being a man, but I'd, I'd be uncomfortable doing <laughs> exactly. that as well. Exactly. That's the point. It's the, the, the function that we are served by default if we're the only one there. Yeah. I think that's what it is. And it's just not my, that wasn't the, everyone's the gonna go and test it now they're gonna go to Sweden and start chopping yeah. wood and go do I feel a bit different no I feel fine no yeah no I can keep, <laughs> I can keep that's the litmus test for yeah. if you're transgender when you say you want to transition they hand you an axe <laughs> and a plane ticket to Sweden and they say go come back yeah, yeah, let be, us know so, so you had so, this um, moment yeah. so, so um, the, I, I then came home to England and what's great um, well I'm, I'm very fortunate I'm not naive to the fact I've been very lucky and a lot of people aren't is I'm in the arts so I could just start dressing a bit like Bowie-esque and try things out and feel a bit better on stage and they're like oh it's just Jordan's just trying something different yeah. this week and then one gig I just it wasn't a costume anymore I just came out as myself Yeah. well <laughs> I was actually wearing like a, a cat suit but with cat ears and a cat tail yeah. so it was kind of a costume but it's, it was very feminine and I just came out on stage and it was like we're in the arts so we're all very liberal left-leaning well-meaning mm. people that's, that's yeah, the arts yeah. isn't it so yeah uh, it was that liberating so, that moment it was amazing it was so amazing. But I found out also when I got home that people hadn't quite heard what I said on social media. So like, it was, I thought there'd be like a more of a thing. Yeah, and then I yeah. had to be online. I was like, just to clarify, I'm, I'm transgender. <laughs> and they're like, oh, congrats. That's really nice. But they hadn't quite heard me on stage. They yeah. just knew that I'd made some big grand announcement. It's amazing because I, I, so with, with the, the stories that um, we are kind of sort of more public, I suppose, that, you, that people share about moments when they've either sort of... Um, you know, had these moments of realizing that perhaps they weren't in the right body. And I, I watched that great movie, The Danish Guard. I don't know if you've seen it with, yeah, Eddie, with Eddie Redmayne. With yeah. Eddie Redmayne. There's a moment in that movie where he he holds the dress and he suddenly goes, I feel like this. And then um, and then with Jamie, the musical, with Jamie Campbell. Sure. Yeah, he came into school. You know, he said, right, this is who I'm, I'm going to dress as who I want to be. And he came into school. And for him, that was a sort of prominent moment as well. So I feel like there are these moments that sort of you go through. And maybe it takes confidence and courage, though, to kind of go, right, actually, this is what I'm going to do. Because I'm sure you look at people, you know, who have spent their whole lives not being it's, themselves. It's like, no, the, the whole thing is that 
we're, we're British. It di- Americans have a different idea because it's written into their constitution that the pursuit of happiness is a big part of their life. We don't have that. Nobody yeah. ever said we're supposed to be happy. It would just be nice if we were. Yeah. So there's people that go through life like, well, this is the lot I got in life. I don't have a support network. I'll just have to keep being a shadow version of myself and, and that's it. And that's, yeah. that's really horribly sad. But I think a big cliche about transgender people is there's a, like, a, a huge sense of entitlement. Like, we're allowed to do this and get out of the way because I'm very proud yeah, and loud. Yeah. And that's, that's nice. That's really great. I'm not a particularly loud person either. So I didn't, it's not like a big fanfare. Yeah. Come out. Um, and we don't think we deserve that at all. It's just, I, I was lucky enough to have a support network that allowed for it to happen. Do you, when, when you do gigs now, I presume most of the gigs you do, the audience are there to see you and they know you're on, et cetera, et cetera. But when you do gigs where it's just an audience and there's loads of other comedians on, is that, is that a, a more nerve-wracking environment? Than... I always feel like I have to address it because people are like, just say it so we can move on. Right. Like if you had like a nose in the middle of your forehead yeah. and you didn't mention it, and yeah. he's like, what's the deal with aeroplane food? And they're like, fuck, mention the nose. Yeah. So we can just carry on. I yeah. do feel like I have to make jokes, but it's, it's gold, isn't it? If you've got something is, that there's uh, yeah, tension yeah. about, I can come on and say, yeah. I was just, uh, it's my little go-to is I'm like, it's bloody hard work being transgender. I haven't had a Yorkie bar in five years. <laughs> yeah. And, and even an older audience is like, oh, okay, this person, they know, they know, it's, it's all fine. It's you, a know, joke. you know, I was... can we establish that marketing is the worst marketing I've ever <laughs> yeah. had? Hey, can I, can't, that can't <laughs> still be their marketing. Yorkie, no, not, not, for, not, not for girls. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, what is yeah. that? It's the most McCoy's funny. as well. McCoy's wasn't as bad, but it's just... What, like, McCoy's only for man men? Crisps. <laughs> man crisps. You know what, the other what? day there was... Cut your tongue what? on this crisp. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like, get enough, you can bench press it. It's, it's like, like a fucking corrugated piece of steel in your mouth. Yeah. It's the worst bit of marketing ever. Iron, Iron-flavoured crisps. Yeah. Yeah. They would have gone back into the meeting... With Yorkie, and they would have walked back, in and the guy would have been sitting there. And he'd gone, yeah, probably not the best idea. It's the I've sort given. of thing that would happen on like The Apprentice. It'd be like a marketing idea they'd have on The Apprentice, wouldn't it? <laughs> God, let's just do that. But um, so, so when you, as you said, so when you go on stage, you you sort of say it straight away, but not because you. I suppose, you I, I suppose like it's that thing. I mean, if there's any comedian who has like an obvious, you know, the comedian in a wheelchair, they would. The, one of the first things they would say is a joke about that because yeah. there's a when you walk on stage there's like a almost like a tension in the room until you address it and then it's fine it's a gift to have that yeah. it, it, you get to pop the balloon and the whole room they let out their tension and yeah and laugh. yeah so you got an easy laugh now you can talk about what you really want to talk about yeah yeah it's nice i remember when, when i started doing stand-up i was like 16 and because i looked about 10 when i was 16 i i would have to immediately say something about being young otherwise the gig wouldn't go well you have to immediately address yeah. it Otherwise, so what would you say? What would you I say? can't remember. I would just have to say something about being a child, or otherwise it would be really awkward for the whole thing. Well, we were talking to Sarah Pascoe, who came on the the podcast, and she said the greatest thing is so when I did, I, I she basically said what you want to um, inform the audience straight away, which is true in comedy. That, like you said, John, is a good thing. And I remember when I did that stand up. I think the th- reason why I, the audience kind of liked me in the first one is because I said I made a joke saying, basically saying about doing stand up comedy the first time is like having sex. I'm definitely going to come. You're not. And it like and it was about <laughs> laughing and stuff. Like that. And so they 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 kind of found that funny. Yeah, but did you, yeah. straight away they go, oh, we can now relax. Yep. Yeah, they know where the, what your take is. They know like kind of yeah. where you're going to go. It's like investing your time in something nowadays is precious, isn't it? Gonna, yeah. Are you going to sit there and listen to someone whose take you don't quite understand? You want to be on the rails. We want to enjoy yeah. it. It's like your performance is a little roller coaster. We know where it's going. We're going to get off at the end. Good. So who are you? So who are the comedians that you really love now and you really look up to? 
Um, um, I think Maria Bamford is an American comedian. I think yeah. she's maybe the greatest that's ever done it, but yeah. she doesn't get the credit for it. She's um, she's been through a lot in her life. She's just a genius. She's, yeah. she right. Maria Bamford's got a voice that sounds like a cartoon, so she sounds like she's doing a bit when she's just talking normally. She's like, hey guys, how's it going? Yeah. Hey guys. And then she'll go into an impression that's just a normal human voice, <laughs> yeah. but it's her doing an impression. And people, they think she's just been a, like a, it's like an art piece yeah. her whole life. But it's what she's really like. She's amazing. I can't do a, a gig and uh, I can't get a review that doesn't compare me to Russell Brand because we've, we're just from Grey's. It may be not so much right now, but I have big city hair and I, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a go. It's nice. Uh, it's nice it's, to be it's, exciting. It, to is be that a... frustrating? It's all right. I mean, to be compared to somebody like it's Do you know Russell? Have you met Russell Brand? No, not same circles, never met yeah, a man. Yeah. Um, I'd also, do you find like there's people that if you are a little bit starstruck about, I don't want to meet them unless I've got something to contribute to their life. I don't yeah. just want to be like, I love you. Yeah, <laughs> I really yeah, love yeah. You. you can hand him like a dream catcher and you, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 you'd yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, you'd like that. But, but I feel, but I, yeah, because I always think whatever the case is, you're always going to be compared to, it doesn't matter if you're a musician or you're, you're, you're a sportsman or you're a comedian. Yeah, I mean, you get compared always... a lot to Judge Rinder, don't <laughs> yeah, you? I do, yeah, me and him. <laughs> and that's, a lot. that's a real... <laughs> yeah, that's a real bonus <laughs> real for him. Just around your neck, isn't it? <laughs> for him. Yeah, he's getting the better half of that deal, definitely. I don't think he is. I think he's getting compared to me. He's like, for fuck's sake, I'm not that bloke. <laughs> but but I do um I do I do think though that people are always kind of you're always kind of compared. And actually, I suppose that you know, Russell Brand is a, is and was a great comedian. So to be anywhere compared to, to some of the greats is a pretty amazing thing, right? Yeah, it's a similar brand, pardon the pun. It's definitely like high energy silliness. I like to be really verbose and then like talk about something really heady and then bring it down, back down to something really stupid and childish. That's, that's very Russell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, we can't help it. We've both got this, we're from essentially the same town. We've got yeah. similar haircuts when I <laughs> yeah. do the back comb at the back. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you're right. You're always going to get compared, especially if you're a member of any, any minority group at all. Cause there's not as many of us. Yeah. Women always get compared to each other. Imagine how few transgender comedians there are. We're always going to be compared to each other if we <laughs> even cross paths as well. Yeah. Yeah. I've always said to people in, in marketing and I'm very happy to sort of be like the Warwick Davis of transgender people. Like if you need a, a, a person of short stature, you go, right, Warwick Davis, put him great because he's the one we know. Um, yeah. I, it, to be that in these early stages of transgender people. It's quite people, good. That would be, would be great. great. Yeah. I'd be, I'm very happy to be that. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> I'll be in Star Wars. I'll dress up like whatever you want in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, what is the difference though between performing when you're singing and performing when you're doing comedy? Obviously, but apart from that, one is singing and one is not. <laughs> <laughs> one has a musical element to it. Yeah. I actually do comedy music now. It's I, I like to think, again, putting I put Tim Minchin on a huge pedestal. I think he's oh, amazing. he's great. Isn't he wonderful? Yeah. yeah I um, did Bake Off with Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So and funny. at the beginning, he he definitely didn't like me just because I was a reality <laughs> star at yeah. the time, and he didn't like me. And then towards the end, he, I could see he was like, oh, I quite like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, which is, but he's great. He's wonderful. So I do um sort of wordy piano comedy stuff as well. So there's sometimes I play music. What I think the reason I, I the a big appeal to the change is that comedy is way more immediate. So you mm -hmm. have a song is three and a half minutes long, three minutes if you stick into a rigid sort of modern way of doing it. Um, and you have to wait three minutes to find out if it was any good. Yeah. <laughs> and people will clap anyway. But with, a, with comedy, every, if you're not making a joke that works every seven to ten seconds, and in TV even more, I write for a lot of television, if you're not getting that that quickly, yeah. then it's not working. And yeah. so I like the immediacy of it. And you can be more nuanced with comedy. Yeah, it's quite more talking, it's my friends are an actor and he was doing a play and it was a very serious, dra dramatic play. And they would get to the end of the show every night and have no idea how well it had right. gone. Because yeah. if it goes well or badly, it's silence. No one, you don't know. 
The nice yeah. thing about comedy is you know exactly how well it's gone. Yeah, they'll let you know. <laughs> they'll let yeah, they'll let you know. But comedy's like dancing, which is so in in dancing, right? Every single step you take is a move, right? So it's not like you're going to run across the room. You every single step is a move, and in comedy, it's the same thing. Like every single thing you're saying is either leading up to a joke, setting up a joke, or it is a joke. Yeah, if you're doing it properly, yeah. that's where, where that's singing isn't really the case. Sing, singing is a performance where you kind of go, okay, right, here we go, and at the end they go, oh, I actually really like that. But dance, you're watching the whole thing, and comedy, you're watching the whole thing. Every moment yeah. is mm. a thing, which is way more intense, I would say. Yeah, and I guess with comedy, yeah. Yeah, no, I was just, all I was going to do was repeat what you said back. <laughs> yeah, no, I do that <laughs> all the time. the same words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do but that. in a shorter way. Yeah. You're going to do like a dad Probably text not. version of it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a number. I'll, t- I'll send it to you later. I'll text you later. <laughs> but also... Well done, Jamie. I'm really proud of what you said. <laughs> I've always been really proud of you. <laughs> you know, okay, also, when you... Um, did your, did your mum come out as um, gay when you were eight? Uh, a little bit after, and so proud of her she was like a member of the first um hate crime not like she was against hate crime <laughs> she, she, she committed the first hate crime it was historic um, she, she was a member of like the, the london hate crime campaign so she would have been the lesbian and then there was like the gay guy the probably wow. transgender person at the time um, so she did a lot for the movement. And, How old were you? The, the London Hate I Crime Association. It was called the London Hate Crime Association. No, no. But it, <laughs> I think I'm doing hate, a corporate yeah. gig for that. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it was just called like hate crime because at the time it wasn't yeah. a word that was used as much. Right, right. So like if back in the day, if, like, do you remember ASBO was like a word that was yeah. used? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Everyone's got a bloody ASBO. They've got a bloody ASBO. But before you but knew what it was. on Cornwall Beach, you got a bloody ASBO. <laughs> no one's got an ASBO these days, have they? No, no one gets ASBOs. <laughs> do but we just don't know about Bring it we've probably got hundreds and they're on our on our um, permanent that sounds like an know. idea for a russell brown routine <laughs> no one's got a bloody ass bow these days <laughs> hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So your parents divorce, you, you know, all these kind of things happen, but you're, that's a sort of age where you're very conscious of different things. Was it, was it tough when that happened or were you just like, oh, I'm proud of you, mum? I didn't know, that, would never known, it was so gradual. She'd just have a friend round, like a friend, inverted commas round, and not knowing the difference. Um, 
And then it just became more and more frequent that she'd have a friend around for quite long periods of time, not just a different woman every night. Yeah. Like these, these quite long She's relationships. Those, those friends, yeah. right? And then we, and then say so we started going to prides. And so it wasn't, uh, oh, this is different. It's just like, oh, this is what we're doing today. Instead of going to Clacton, we're going yeah. to pride. And it's the first time I ever felt, do you remember the, the moment your puberty like sort of started? Like yeah, the, 11, the, 12, remember yeah, well. The, the, mm. the sexual moment. I saw a drag queen eating a banana and my tummy was like, oh, <laughs> so, and then it didn't happen again for months. But I just remember that little, oh, that's quite cool. And what's going on like, there is nice. Sexual awakening. Yeah, so, a drag queen eating sorry. a banana. Exactly. <laughs> a drag queen eating a banana. That was your moment of like, it's but, weird your tummy does go. Yeah, your little, little thing. Like, it's I like, told you the story about my friend Toby's sexual awakening. No, go on. He was watching the, the first Mamma Mia film with um, Dominic Cooper and Meryl Streep. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was in the cinema with his whole family watching Mamma Mia. And there's a bit where Amanda Seafried, is that her name? Yeah. She, yeah she's yeah, yeah. crawling across the beach in a bikini. And he <laughs> was with his family in the cinema and just ejaculated in his pants and had never ejaculated before and didn't and thought he'd pissed himself and didn't know what it was and had, and, and had to leave the cinema with his mum because he didn't because oh, no. he didn't know what happened. I, I had that. I, 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 you I, had that the other week, didn't you? We were, the first time I watched porn, we all, we got given this porn. It's called More Precious Than Gold. <laughs> and it was a little CD thing. And I was at this boarding school and I got the CD and, I, and they I handed it to me like the Holy Grail. <laughs> and I put yeah. it into the, the little disc machine. <laughs> you know what I mean? That nice yeah. play. And it was about 16 of us all graduated. I was sitting on the chair and I was like, oh my God, this is great. It's like, shh, everyone ever get in. Started watching it. After about 20 seconds of watching this one, I ejaculated <laughs> and had to complete, look completely normal, I think. And then I just went, oh, this, is, this is boring, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with this guy. Yeah, yeah. it's what happened to me as well. It's like, so no weird. warning. No you, warning. You became like the grown up of the group after two seconds. You're like, no, that guy. Come on, this is let's stupid. Turn, let's turn this <laughs> off. This is yeah. felt immediate regret. You're like, this is actually a bit degrading. Let's turn this off. Let's <laughs> I'm just gonna pop to the toilet actually, but let's turn this off. <laughs> Also, you're oh, really no. you're really fighting the British boarding school stereotype. <laughs> and like sixteen boys watching yeah, yeah. porn together. <laughs> We're all naked as well. <laughs> That's even funnier. Oh, if you then get up as well, you're like, oh no, this is silly. Now, this guys. is Come silly. On. Come on, <laughs> bollock naked walking out. No, 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 no. Stupid. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> about, oh, Jamie's come again. <laughs> I like a laugh, but this is this is. <laughs> Wait, so so John, so you so then you were taken to um, pride marches and things like that. That's quite. That's a really kind of um, like bonding experience, I suppose. Definitely, um, and they're, they're super. They always have had a massive family friendly element to them since they've become like commercialized. Since the big Brighton Pride was like a big thing. Um, so we're not like marching with um, megaphones or anything as a ten year old. I'm just going and I'm seeing. I saw like a, a oh, all stars there for the first time. Do you remember all stars? Oh, who sang Bump in the Night? I watched Graham, in, Graham Norton introduce Bump All Stars. Bump in the night. Bump, bump, bump in the night. Probably can't clear that. <laughs> Different song. Yeah, we can, don't yeah. worry. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. Bump, bump, bump yeah. in the night. <laughs> bump in the night. You saw Graham Norton. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't singing it. No, so he introduced whoever sang that song and it was my favourite song at the time. I was like, oh, this is, so this is just part of society, but yeah. it's really colourful. And even now, like with respect to every pride that books me every single year, thank you so much for your business. But it's a bit loud for me. Like yeah. personally, I'm not, I don't have that. I'm, yeah. I've, I've never like 
snapped my fingers loudly and gone, yes, queen in my <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah. And I'm not people's queen. That's that's a big part of it for me. I share the stage with drag queens. I love a drag queen. I'm just not one. Yeah. I'm look how I'm dressed. This is how I would perform. I'm a comedian. So um, but a lot of people, they have all this energy, this, oh, just want to say, my daughter came out as transgender and yeah, yeah, yes, queen. And so I'm like, this isn't for me. Thank you so much. But like, if I yeah. could just direct you to the nearest drag queen who will really love this. Yeah, I yeah, just want to yeah, go yeah. home and have a cup of tea because I'm not, I've not got that level of excitement about That's all of this. That's amazing. You're not like um, uh, Jonathan Van Ness from uh, Queer Eye. <laughs> no, and, and I love that. Yeah. I, wish I wish I had that enthusiasm about anything yeah, in my life. Yeah, I think we all wish we were Jonathan yeah. Van Ness a bit, don't we? <laughs> Just, His hair. Yeah. <laughs> His hair is humbling. The energy. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's a... Uh... That shows true confidence, I suppose, in your own self. And I don't think that's you sort of shying away. It's just going, look, that's just not me. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, you don't feel a need to do that, I suppose. Yeah, I'd, of course, never shoot anybody down that gives me that energy. It's about them. The day is about them. I'm, I'm there to perform and, and make and entertain people. It's not, I don't need to come out a hundred times a year at Pride. I've, I've did it ages ago. Yeah. Now it's for them. So if they want to give me that level of energy and, and love, that's really nice. It's yeah. just, it's definitely wasted on me. That's all. Are you, do, are you doing stand up? What? I do do a lot of stand-up and presenting now, but at, I've, I've, at Pride, at Prides, um, and played. I play a lot of music still at Prides, but I, I so you, oftentimes, especially in sort of small local Prides, it's the same ten drag queens doing the same ten songs that you've heard forever. It's I am yeah. what I am, and everything from Frozen. And then I'll come on like <laughs> me and my keyboard. Like I know there's probably some miserable gays at the back here, some Radiohead, and I'll yeah, play some yeah, Radiohead, yeah. and then they're like, "Thank you, <laughs> yes, we, some of us are just miserable bastards who happen to be gay." Yeah. Thanks. So I'm, I'm appealing to the, you do like a, an acoustic version of bumping in the night. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, That's amazing. Because yeah, and transgender people, we're every different kind of person. There's transgender entertainers and then there's transgender bakers and pilots. And they don't, they don't we don't all show up for feathers and rainbows. With, yeah. some, with some of us just really boring. So we'd enjoy just a bit of Radiohead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I do like Radiohead. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Do, you, do you think as a community now that we're becoming... Um, more educated in the area and becoming more accepting and everything and that actually we're, we're, we're sort of coming leaps and bounds. Yes, and because of that, um, a very small but loud contingent of, of opposition comes up very quickly. If it was very gradual, I don't think those people would be so mad. But because, as you say, it, we are more accepting than ever and it's happening quite fast, I think certain uh, segment of society is panicking over yeah. nothing and suddenly now there's a, there's a big, you know... I only found out that like J.K. Rowling didn't like transgender people off Twitter. Yeah, like well, it's not like a big yeah, part of my did, life. What did she say? She said, "Well, it's she's it, okay, that is it is a generalization to say that, but she's um, it's it's I guess it's a confusion between uh, sex and gender. And there's people hearing this now going, shut up, that's not how it works at all. And, and yeah. unfortunately, it is. It's the way the world is. Things are changing. Um, they used to mean the same thing uh, for all intents and purposes, but now we've differentiated. Sex is genetic." It will never change. I wasn't bitten by a radioactive woman. Like my genes yeah. will always be the same. Yeah. And then there's gender. It's the way that you present. And those two things have, have Is this separated. the same thing yeah. that the Graham Linehan thing? Is it, is it the same? Oh, yeah, it's all the same. Because I read stuff, an article yeah. about him the other say, day. What was, it, what was this? Well, he, he had a similar thing to J.K. Rowling. But there was an article about him in the paper the other day. And it was, he, he was saying how much he'd lost as a result of holding these views. Yeah. And he's lost like his marriage and his career and loads of money and... And I was just thinking, it's such a weird hill to die. You, you've really lost strange. everything yeah. over this opinion. What, also, why do you care that much? Yeah, exactly. You've got. And you've literally lost guy, everything. Yeah. Like his kids won't speak to him. It's like what? It's such an odd thing to care that passionately about. It, it's um because it's um 
you know, positioning. Well, when you go down that road, though, and you, you feel like you can't back out, so you just keep going, going, going. Is that what you happens? You, like, double down. Yeah, yeah, you double down on it, right, yeah. If you if you did have a strong stance on broccoli, and then yeah. you realise you liked it, but you were too embarrassed because you'd yeah, been you really angry down. about it. Yeah. You'd I have just, to die on that it's hill. It's just an odd thing to lose everything over do you well, know what i mean it's also very uh it's, it's very hyperbolic i mean i believe in the article that you're referring to he said um you know I, I imagine that uh most of these people would like me to end my own life and then yeah. on twitter there's a bunch of transgender people saying we don't want that just stop being a bell end of course yeah. we don't want that we don't want anyone to ever do that we'd like it if you stop being really mean about yeah, us yeah. But, like, but that's his own mind they feel victimized and it's horrible when you feel victimized isn't it even if it's made up or not you still react the same way yeah um it's gone a bit too far. Like, that's all. It's We've diverged a bit too bizarre. far. And and um, algorithms don't help with that, do they? You know? oh, there's right. so much hate, though, sometimes online. Like, it's yeah. crazy. Twitter on, on your Twitter account. <laughs> my, Twitter account. <laughs> my Twitter is like dormant. Yeah. Nothing, I now tweet and no one responds. <laughs> Hello. There's nothing. It's gone. Um, but also, um, you're now writing things I heard uh, with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Very lucky. I made a that's short amazing. form series. Thank you. They're, they're Great. I, I, that said, I've, I've not met Nick in person yet, but Simon's wonderful, amazing yeah. transgender advocate and everything. Yeah. Um, I wrote a short form series for Comedy Central called Transaction, where I play myself with a different name. <laughs> That's it. It's just me with a different name. <laughs> and I work in a supermarket, which I don't in real life. Um, and Did you I, write it for yourself? Were you like, I, how can I get myself to yeah. start? I'm going to just change the name yeah. and here we go. It was very much for me. It, and I will always play myself. That's a, I'm not yeah. a proper actress. I, I just will just play myself in everything with a different name and a different haircut. And I was very fortunate that Simon and Nick's company uh, took a shine to that show that we made, Transaction, which you can watch now online if you want to watch the short form version. It's a great um, name, isn't it? Transaction. Yeah, it is. A, it, at the time, I felt like they were crowbarring it in a little bit, but now I've come I think to quite really enjoy good, it. It's really good, yeah. Um, I, w- I would have called it Shelf Life because it's about supermarkets and right. like, oh, or like, yeah. or like shelf identification <laughs> or something. I don't know. Uh, which isn't as good. That, so I'll yeah. admit that that's not as <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, so it's going to be a full series. I'm, I'm not allowed Congrats. to say for which channel, but it's a channel, a proper channel. Yeah. Uh, Sounds and, like a channel four thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> you say that a lot I've realised in the podcast you say that a lot you're like that sounds like a channel 4 thing <laughs> you're right it does um, and, uh, and and I'm writing for other people's stuff which is really nice and um, if they if, if someone's written something with a transgender person in what often will happen now is I'll be a script consultant so I've yeah. just worked with Matt Lucas on something um, basically he's great isn't he great he's a funny he's funny a very sweet so funny man nice. yeah. but they'll just have a They'll, they'll just have some questions or, or their, their company will say, you should probably ask a trans person if this yeah, is offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, um, it can be offensive if that <laughs> character's an offensive person. It's fine to say that. Yeah. Just don't make that the, the aim of the show. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's right. It's confusing. And it's been great. I, things are going well. It's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah right. but, but dude, honestly, I read your article in The Gun, as I said to you before. You just you came across so great in it. And I think sometimes okay. it's quite hard to do that in articles because it's words, right? And words can be taken in different ways or said in different ways. And and that's why we wanted to get you on. So I, I can, John, honestly, thank you. Because we've I've realized we've gone over like an hour and a half Sorry, now. Yeah. No, but that's, that's just because it's been such a great chat. I just want to say a big thank you. Thank you so much for having I, me. I, I, did so you have amazing. a good time? So um, this is the best. Isn't yeah, it great? Really, really nice. I told you, see, we just yeah. sit and have fun. It's it's great, see, it? this is why it's a relaxed setting. It's no, great. honestly, John, it's been so amazing. And... I think you're going to go from like strength to strength. I can't wait. When can we see your tour? Are you, are you touring around at any point? Well, I'm certainly taking a show to Edinburgh Fringe this year. Uh, is it a bird? The name of the show. Like, is it a bird? Right. Is it a plane? But also, is it a bird? Like, yeah. Is it a woman? 
uh, and that show will be <laughs> I like that title about. as well it's, uh, like transaction like, it's a bit I like superhero that. Is, yeah. uh, so that'll be at the Edinburgh Fringe and I'll probably take that to Soho Theatre but you can follow me at Tall Dark Friend across all social media Great. let me know yeah. thank you for having me it's well nice thank you so, oh much. My God, so, fun. Thank thank you so much so yeah. much listen what we like to do at the end of the podcast is leave our listeners with something inspirational oh, okay. exciting yeah. right. here you go look um, people ask me all the time what it means to be transgender all it means is that I used to be miserable and now I'm very happy with my life uh, and if that's how you feel about that. It started great, didn't it? It started no, really that was good. It's really good. It's because like, yeah, we weren't saying anything. That, yeah. we thought, I, that is so it's good. Great. That's can, all it is. Can I also say, maybe that is a good thing, because I'm sure there'll be a lot of people um, listening now who perhaps are um, feeling nervous or concerned or upset about um, certain things in their lives. And you know, if they wanted to go down the road and they wanted to transition, but don't have the courage to do it, what would you say to them? Oh, well, never put um, your happiness and fulfillment behind uh, someone else's slight discomfort. It's all right for people to be a little bit uncomfortable yeah. if it's the rest of your life mm. that's on the line. That's yeah. fine. If yeah. it's your parents, I know that that's really hard. so but, true. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's, the, the the weight of it is pretty obvious. Your life yeah. is more important than someone being a bit, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> what I'll do is I always say something inspirational and then I trail off with some shit <laughs> just so it doesn't sound too pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're, you're a comedian. You've got that voice in your head the whole time. Yes. Yeah. It's because we're pack animals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's because the three of us are a pack. Guys, I feel like we're a, we're a we're pack, pack right now. Yeah. Jordan, <laughs> thank you so much. Everybody, see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>